It was such a combustion of things, but a breakup, a really bad breakup relationship and a stripping away of everything that was like comforting me, which was like my YouTube and my, my feeling of success and my feeling of, of money that was coming to me, you know, and just, I didn't think it would ever end. Hey, Mike check. All right, cool. One, two, one, two on the spot. So you, you've been doing a lot of different things. <laughs> this is strange. This is wild. Yeah. I hope that you're not on audio for the pure factor of seeing Jake Angelus's beautiful face. Mm. But if you are on mm. audio, you might know Jake. You might not jo- know yeah. Jake. Yeah. But man, in this episode, man, I think they'll get to know Jake a little bit. I, I hope. Man. I hope. Yeah. Let me just do my thing really quick and say, mm. what is up, everyone? Welcome back to No Fox Given. Mm. It's really the only podcast that matters. Yeah. At this point. Pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. And today's episode, guys, uh, well, first of all, I've been heavily slacking. Well, not heavily, mm. not on my YouTube content, but on the podcast because Maverick's in Texas right now. He's out searching for, he's searching for the apartment, man. He's, he's doing it. He's making it happen. Uh, and we couldn't wait around for this episode. Uh, we have we have Jake Andrews. I said in the beginning, he's in here. He is my co-host today. Dang. It's me and Jake, man. How are you feeling? I'm the co-host? Oh, you're the guest and you're the co-host because okay. it's just me. So I don't have a co-host. Yeah. So you would be the co-host. Okay. But we don't have a guest. No, we don't have a guest. Like I said, it is just wow. us two. Okay. So we, yeah. are, I mean, we can make up a guest. But this is the thing. This is the thing for the people that don't know. Mm. I feel like I got to give a little background because there might be people that don't understand, but Jake Angelus in the flesh right now, this guy, if you are a fan of my YouTube, you're like, you're an OG, you already know him, so I'm not explaining this to you guys, but Jake, basically, uh, my OG scooter homie, like, there is really in my life, there's Maverick and Jake, and Maverick's the co-host that you guys know, and Jake might not be someone you've ever met because this is the first time I've got him on a podcast, and the reason for that is because, well, we grew up scootering together our whole lives. We've been best friends, did all the great fun stuff as kids. We both start our YouTube channels. We both do crazy things in life, and you end up moving up Northwest. Is that that the Northwest? Pacific Northwest, yeah. Pacific Northwest. Out in the Pacifics of the Northwest. Mm. I'm going (laughs) to scoot this chair forward. Yeah, man, (laughs) I have been out there for a minute, man. I really have. And, you know, I've been... I've been throughout the wilderness. I've been through the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the people, they got to know. What because got? a lot of people don't understand. They don't understand where you come from when you when you rolling so, through. It. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jake, this is like yeah. your first podcast, I think, ever, huh? This is it. I've never, so, <laughs> I've never seen a podcast, never watched I'll, a podcast, and I'm on a podcast. How are the nerves right now, man? Like, are you stressed? <laughs> Do you think it's a bigger deal than it is at all? I think my voice changes a little bit. <laughs> I think something comes out of me that's a little bit <laughs> different than I'm used to, but I like it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And so, look, I just want to... Go ahead. No, but I want to know about your life, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know enough about me, bro. I want to know what you've been up to. (laughs) I can already tell you that this episode is going to be a whirlwind, guys. Um, Also, (laughs) me and Jake, man, we go way back on, on, well, we're doing what we just did. Just... Stupid yeah. ass shit. So we're gonna try our best to steer this in a serious direction so, yeah. because Jake really is one of the most intelligent and like sophisticated and smart people I know. Very Thank rare you. individual. Uh, you have a mindset like no other, which I hope you get to talk about. Hey, I don't know what you want to get into first, bro. I mean, what? So what are we right now? Let's let's just get into it. <sighs> yeah, shall what we? Do I want to c- ask you about you, bro. About me. Honestly, the people want to know For about sure. you. You're Jake Angelus, bro. You, I w- Quite simply, let's put it straightforward out here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a little little recap on (laughs) on because I know you were getting into how how we met 
And man, I feel like I got like a deep voice on this thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, you just got to not think about it. If no, you take the headphones off. No, no, no. I like it. I'm just saying for all y'all out there, this is, this is, this is good. Um, and so we <laughs> met at Claremont. I mean, we met through scootering. Yeah. You know, me and Tanner met through scootering and, um, it's it's so crazy because we started off YouTube together. I mean, Tanner did um, a lot of videos already doing scooter content. Of course, but, yeah. But, like, we our, revolutionized, in a way, yeah, like, a form of the vlog days, really, together. Our journey. But let's start here, man. Let's start here yeah. because... Where do you want to start? I, I don't know. I guess, really, your life growing up is really interesting to me. And I, yeah. I don't know how much you want to talk about that. But, okay. but, but I just feel like a very easy thing to think about somebody is that they come from money or they got it easy. And a lot of people, again, I don't, again, I don't know who's listening to this specific podcast, but I feel like a lot of people watching us grow up yeah. had maybe different ideas of how, how our backgrounds were as kids. Yeah. And to be honest, bro, I've, I've met uh, very few people with a story such as yours. Okay. It's yeah. pretty, it's pretty intense. It's pretty crazy. And do you mind giving any sort of background on that? That helps the viewers um, really yeah. kind of, relate to you you know because yeah. everyone has their own shit and i don't know i would be curious to hear a little bit about it if you're comfortable talking about it yeah man um how'd you start man where'd you come from where are you where'd born? you come where the from? fuck are you born Bro. how'd you get up in california you're not from here so i can say shit on here you could say shit all right say fuck i'll go there when it, if it get if i get too hype i'll say that but okay for now i'm just gonna keep it easy real real school yeah, so where are you from man so I, just, I, I know, but it's, yeah, no, it's crazy. You were born in San Diego, right? Born and raised. Born and raised. Whole life. Gross Mile Hospital? Uh, the one with the dove. No, not the dove. The fucking crane. The crane. The big, I don't know what yeah, it is. It's, I don't know what I think that one be. It's off the freeway. It's yeah. off the 163. No, so, so, yeah. So I grew up, um, I was born in San Diego and, um, so you are, yeah, you are from here. I'm from here. I forget yeah. that actually. I know. That you moved when you were young. Yeah, no, I, I mean, in the cradle, I was here. Okay. In the cradle. And um, I feel like we both had similar, you know, oh, it was cutting out for a second. I, I feel like we both were in, you know, the the cradle in San Diego. <laughs> so, <laughs> so where did you go? Bro? So anyway, I moved I, so, to Maryland. So Some crazy. So shit. started in San Diego. I was born here at a very young age. I mean, I don't even remember growing up here too much. Um, I, I know that at a very young age, um, we moved to the East Coast. Um, when I was about three, I don't, yeah. So I believe this is what happened. I was about three and this is a little, a little deep, but I, you know, you get it out there. The no Fox club. I feel like a lot of people can. No Fox given. No. Oh, this is the, the club. Oh yeah. No, right. This This ain't, this ain't the club. This is, yeah, that's different. This is the no Fox given podcast. So yeah. And, um, I feel like a lot of people can relate. I, um, I started off in San Diego. My parents had some some rough goings, and um, I had to head on. Fam is trying to get in. I had to. Um, we skirted off to North Carolina to the East Coast. We have family there, and um, yeah, it was a switch up. I mean, my mom had a house. She was sitting up on this house, ready to raise a family, and uh, you know, from there, three years old, just bah, shaking up the. He shook up the marbles and and we uh we went off to the east coast uh went chasing family and stability and so my mom sold her house and uh from then on it just started a journey and a crazy uh, one pretty crazy journey up until i met you honestly yeah um because i think when when i met you was the first time i was getting stable and i was able to start finding out <clears throat> my purpose mm-hmm. and what i what i could do with myself which so. is, which is for me growing up like I didn't ever really know much about your background. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just crazy growing up, and then you get to see how just people grow, continue to grow up, and you get to really I don't know understand those things. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was a I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. So yeah, no, saying. I was moving all across. We moved from the East Coast to the West Coast about three or four times, and uh, we were we weren't you know we weren't in the most stable so, right position. And, and then how'd you find scootering? Was so, that like a vice for you in a way? Like a binky kind of thing? I feel like that, it definitely was for me. Yeah, like an with escape. With my family problems. Yeah, no, of course. We were talking about the other day, you know, skate park. I was talking to my buddy here. 
um, skate park is really an escape for a lot of kids. You know, some people have music, they have art for, uh, for us. I feel like it was the skate park. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, I, I started off on the skateboard, you know, I would go out family argument or something like that. Yeah. And I would just go outside. 100%, bro. You know, I got the same memories. of that. You know what I'm saying? You go yes. out to your front street and bro, just whatever. Dip out. All Come yeah, back when you want. Go to the, 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 <laughs> liquor store down the street that had a two stair yes or whatever yes bro. so that was you know that was that there was all the kids you know i feel like there was a whole group of kids who were doing that and you would start to meet all the little little rugrats running yeah. around the town and then there was just a bunch <laughs> of us that formed in a group at the skate park yeah had all similar little things going on exactly so and that was around the time i mean i started off actually over by where where maverick grew up in el cajon when i came back to san diego picked up the scooter uh, throughout the skating and stuff and, and you're how old right now uh 22 yeah in the story in the story oh uh, <laughs> in the sto- you're how old around this time uh, you're living in el cajon el cajon i think uh so that was about two years in san diego i think i was about 12 12 11 or 12 pick up the scoot pick up the scoot around a year later maybe yeah. a little less yeah you be starting going to claremont a lot which yep. was my local skate park yep. that was yeah. my that was my local that was and you started pulling up. I pulled up. And this guy, man, he started improving <laughs> mad quick on the scooter. Yeah. And we actually have a good story of how we met, which you should you should tell. How, what's your first memory of ever okay. meeting me, bro? Where yeah. were we? This how did is, it go down? This is pretty funny. We were just talking about this the other day. So, so I roll up to, to Claremont. This is like a big skate park. If you guys, anyone that are riding out there, Claremont Skate Park. Um. I rode up there after just hitting little parks, and this is my first time seeing professional scooter riders. So I saw Tanner. Um, I started going there like every weekend. I would try to go to the skate park. I'm not a professional though at this point. I'm still like 13 myself. Yeah, but you were. I was like the good kid. You were a professional in my eyes. Yeah, I, think I, was, I, w- like, I was at the point as a scooter kid where if I saw a backflip, I, you know. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, right. Get it. You know, because I was doing opposite heel whips. Yeah, okay. So you're at Claremont. Pushing Mongo. I push Mongo, bro. Mongo. I push Mongo. Naturally. <laughs> really? I just switched the whole game. I, I know. I relearn. Well, that's why we can 360 both ways. Fast plant fronty, Mongo. Fast plant fronty, Mongo as well. Yeah. So anyways, you're at Claremont. So I'm at Claremont. First time seeing some and, pros. Uh, and, uh, you know, I throw up a quick shaka. I didn't do that. But anyway... I'm just trying to keep the podcast interesting. Do your thing, yeah. huh? you, you your daddy's son. <laughs> That's for <laughs> real, though. Now, so I roll up at Claremont. This is a funny story. About two weeks, I'm going to Claremont every day. You know, I start to talk to some of the locals there, and I see you there. You're riding, doing your thing. Were you unlucky at the time? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I, I kind of always been unlucky. Riding the razor blade deck? Yeah, bro. Okay. The blue scooter, I feel like. <laughs> no, no, that's the lucky. <laughs> <laughs> that was old lucky decks. No, but, that was, that was um, so, and then, I I don't know how many, like maybe a month I was going there. And uh, this, a little, our friend Jordan, probably about that now. No, he's still the same height. Okay. <laughs> I swear, he didn't grow. <laughs> I did not Jordan, grow. lay off the, the caffeine sugar. That's not your growth, but... Um, <laughs> No, but <laughs> Jordan's like at home. He's like, all right, yeah, all right, all right bro. Good, good tips. Good um, tip. so Jordan, he, I think I talked to Jordan and some other scooter riders, but I never talked to you or any of the other pros. Yeah, because low key, it was territorial a little bit. Yeah, like no. I felt slightly threatened because, like, I seen you improving. I yeah, we were up. we were young kids scooting, and it was like competitive. I would drop in and be like double heel whip, but he would like start improving, and I seen it. I seen it from a distance. Yeah, so we yeah we never talked. Talk at that point. And then little old Jordan Robles. So little scooter kid. He's seven at the time. We're 13. Yeah. He comes up to me. I remember this. He goes, Hey man, Jake Angelus is getting pretty good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, trying to hold my pride. I'm like, Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, I mean he's like not bad. Like, yeah, he's not I've said something like that along the lines of Yeah, yeah he's not he's not bad. <laughs> and then I was like, this little kid Jordan, who's seven at the time, a little skate park homie, little rat. He's the homie. Yeah, Shout he's the homie. Jordan. Love Jordan. He's my little brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I told Jordan because he was a little rat at the time. And I said, <laughs> you're going to you're gonna go tell him that I said he sucks, huh? I was like, you little shit. <laughs> like, you're going to go tell him I said he sucks. Yeah. And then sure enough. And then I, so What yeah, did Jordan come he up, comes up say, to man? me. This is like my like month at the skate park. I'm getting pretty good at the skate park. And he's like, Tanner said you suck or something like that. Just like. And yo, to give background, 
I didn't know that Jake, in your times of you were saying wishy washiness, yeah, you was out in Maryland, you was out in the world, yeah, you was doing some shit, man. And in your childhood, you'd say you've been in a couple of street fights, maybe more than Bryce Hall. Yeah, nah, I mean, right, bro. But you would scrap with homies. I'd be scrapping. So I didn't know this, and I just indirectly talk shit on homie. And in my childhood, yeah. I didn't fight nobody. Yeah. So you were probably pretty pissed. No, I mean, I, I guess I was that, just kind of still in like the, I didn't really get social media or not that social media was that big, but I just didn't, didn't even have social media back then, bro. We didn't. There was no way, bro. We were like 13s. Yeah. 13 to 14. Well, I think Instagram was forming, but anyway, you had YouTube. I just, I, I didn't understand the podium of swag or anything like that. I, get I just, it. <laughs> there, there was no like, it was just like, okay. But there really isn't one unless you think there is. So. No, exactly. But I, I'm saying, yeah, I've, if you think there is one, whatever, but I'm saying even then before I got into social media, I just, it was just like, oh, yeah, little you hom say? homie's talking shit. Yeah, exactly what okay? I'm saying. Yeah. So I was just in my little hood rat days coming from Baltimore and like, yeah. And so I came up to Tanner and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, well, I don't know exactly what I said, but I just came up to you and you I was literally like, were like, I was like, bro, you said, you, you said I suck. Yeah. You said I suck. Like, what, what do you mean? I don't even know you. And then I was like, literally, because this happened, because I told Jordan that he was going to say this. Yeah. Jake comes up to me. I'm like, oh, my God, bro. <laughs> and then Jordan comes over, and he's laughing and shit. And then, like, yeah. literally, I don't know why, but, like, that's, we just, that broke the ice between us being competitive. I don't know if you felt competitive. No. Nah, I don't, I, I feel don't like, know. I don't know why. That was just always in my nature as a kid. Bro. Well, I was, I was probably, kid. I know, I was always thinking, like, okay, I'm going to probably get as good as these guys one day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking that. I was and like, then from there, how do I do that? And then from there, we just started riding. Yeah. Had some little sleepovers. They broke dice. Yeah. And then, fucking crazy, Jake's mother decides to take me and Jake mm. to go to Ronka Skate Park, which is in Bakersfield, California. It was a brand new indoor skate park that yeah. had just opened. It was like the hype of the, <clears throat> the, the scooter webs. Like, it was just yeah. everything. Yeah. So, Good Jake's indoor. mom, Rhoda, was like, Let's take let's take you guys up there. Yeah, and, she was a scooter mom, one of the scooter moms. Yeah, and we had been watching like Adam LZ a little bit, and we always like filming goofy shit. Yeah. And we were just like talking, and it was kind of like, should we film a vlog? Should we film a vlog? It felt so awkward. I remember the feeling of like, because yeah. nobody's asking. That's how it feels. It's like, who's yeah. asking about a fucking vlog? Yeah, exactly. Who's asking you to film a vlog? But yeah. like, we were like, should we? I don't know. Should we not? Like, I don't know. But we had been watching Adam LZ and shit, and we were just like, <laughs> fuck it. We we're just like, whatever. We could just film it. Yeah. And. That was when we filmed Webisode 1, which was the first like vlog type of content I ever made on my channel. It's me and Jake fucking Webisode. around, like just doing, we didn't really know what we were doing. Woke up. To be honest. I had a beanie on my head. Tanner said, you have a bucket. <laughs> on his head. <laughs> on your head. Just goofing off. I mean, chocolate milk, obviously, bop. Bop. I was in the cut. Um, still going. And um, yeah. And pretty much from there, we made four Webisodes. Four vlogs. Yeah. And then it was the webisodes at first. It was the webisodes. We Adam LZ inspired, a huh? <laughs> Yeah. We made a total of five. And then I had a hoverboard video blow up, which I've talked yeah. about in the past. Yeah. And then that kind of started me and Jake, like, really trying to get after the YouTube thing. He started his channel. Yeah. Um, we were, like, again, we were really competitive, whether you think you were or not. We were competitive with the YouTube thing as well. Yeah. We, we pushed each other in scootering to be better. In all ways, yeah. because we just, we push each other. Cause if you did something, that means I could do it. Obviously, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And vice versa. So with the YouTube thing, uh, I feel like we had a really good, healthy competition, which I think is so important for people, which I don't think a lot of people realize if you never have it. Yeah. But like we were the perfect tornado of competition and friends and yeah. like, we just like, it worked and we grinded the YouTube thing out. You started your YouTube. I yep. remember we were on a grind where it would be like, all right, you help me with my video, I'll help you with yours. Yeah. And we would literally knock out two, three, four videos a day. Like, that's all we would do. Oh, yeah. Was just like, fuck around. Literally. How was your YouTube experience? Like, because also that's something I want to talk about. Yeah. We took different ways in, I literally just kept posting videos. Mm -hmm. And at some point you did get bored of it and you realized, which I, I think is a really important thing to talk about, yeah. how you realize your real true passion mm. and how maybe you realize that fame isn't for you. But mm. not, not that fame isn't for you, but that quick like satisfaction of social media and like that, like that such quick gratification all the time, you just realized at like such a young age on a way more mature level why that wasn't right for you mm. and went after your career of pursuing music and what you're doing right now. And we talked about this earlier. Yeah. I was saying at first... Me being a, like a 17-year-old kid when we were just grinding YouTube, I was like, 
what is he doing? Like, <laughs> ugh, it's like Bro. frustrating. But yeah. then as we've grown older and even like since like a year and a half, two years ago, I've really started to understand how important having a craft and forming that craft and yeah. being dedicated to it is. And I've watched you dedicate it to your craft. I just yeah. said a lot, man. I'm sorry. No, that was that was great. That was what we were talking about. We and we talk about this a lot because a lot of people always come up to me and they're like, "What, what happened to you and Tanner? You guys beefing? Like, are you guys talking still? What's going on?" And um, what do you tell them? I, well, I mean, I just always kind of I'll share something really cool that I that I told Simon that I always like I tell kids sometimes um, is like whenever a kid comes up to me and they're like, uh, this is kind of off topic, but it's just the similar vibe. You know, when someone's like, Hey, what is it like being friends with Tanner? Or like, what is it like to be friends with these YouTubers? I'm always like, Oh, it's, it's the same way that me and you are right here. I mean, aren't, aren't couldn't we be friends? Aren't we friends right here? Yeah. And it always just puts it in perspective. Um, cause I think people have a different, you know, idea of what relationships are between people. Uh, from YouTube. And so, I mean, it gets like, people think that we're not friends just cause we're not filming, yeah. but you know, and that's, I think that's something that's been talked about lately in the YouTube world. People are starting to realize that not everything's as it seems on the cameras and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and I think that's why it's cool that you have even like a, your club because it gets to show the viewers, the raw you different but, version, but yeah. So Same I think it's the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, we, we did the YouTube together and like it, the cool thing is we were always just following our passion. And I think that's like one of the biggest things that's got us to this age right here. And this point of, you know, obviously we're all still figuring out who we are and what we want to keep pursuing, but this has formed us into, um, a more, you know, we have a better grasp on just what we want to do right now, as far as, um, I get it. We've progressed. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we, we followed continued to follow our passion. We followed the scootering when, you know, the, that made the most sense. That made the most sense to us. Like it, it was just like, we weren't gonna, I think, I think neither of us have really let anything stop us from what's going to be our truth yep. and what's going to be our thing. Because with the scootering, it was like, follow the scootering. Don't care what people say about that. Enter competitions. Boom. Scootering became this huge thing. It was so awesome. And the YouTube came. And so, yeah, I mean, we, we worked together so well on the YouTube. I just thought I'd go back to that because yeah. I think that was cool how we split off our channels and um, Tanner was doing his thing. I was doing mine. Like I said, it's a friendly competition where you just get to inspire each other. And Which people didn't also understand back then, especially yeah. in the prime days of YouTube. People were really competitive. I remember yeah. even having a lot of beef with the Funk Bros. Yeah. Well, more of them having beef with me. Yeah. But we really also boosted each other's channels because we'd I go know. on trips We'd both film a vlog of like the same cool thing, but people wanted to see both. Yeah. And then YouTube loves when somebody stays on their platform. Yeah. So I think it would boost uh, our videos. Yeah. Other than a few little like mishaps here and there, where we obviously get where we, we get in little arguments, but it was always genuine. Yeah. And it was always like, we just, you know, Tanner helped me so much with my YouTube. Like I feel, Dude. I feel like we continue to just, Dude. And this is just real, yeah. real shit right here. Like we, you know, we're in, I, I just, like, you, you helped me launch T Fox brand. Like you were all you were all grinding out on your what about Lamar T shirts in like mm -hmm. the the beginning of 2016, probably earlier. What and I remember I was Lamar? like, damn, Jake's really about his merch shit. I got to get on that. What and I would like you motivated me to get on that, bro. Really? I didn't even give him one. <clears throat> Hit him with it. Oh, what about? <clears throat> what about Lamar? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Hey, but what though? Hey. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey. <laughs> Speaking in tongues on here. Sorry, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so anyways, bro. Yeah, anyway. What, what was like, no, but I'm so curious. What was the point for you where you realized, eh, fuck YouTube. Like, cause like, literally. Hey, I'm just vlogging one day. You know, no, but seriously, fuck bro. There was a point where you were like, this ain't for me no more. I'm not going to try to make vlogs. Uh, I think that's where we were going with the passion thing, man. Like, literally, since, what about it, since hair started growing on my toenails, I never, <laughs> I always followed, no, that wasn't, 
That was a joke, but uh, no. But what was the moment? Okay, the moment. There's a lot of things. It was a lot. You know, life really just smacked me like a bag of bricks hitting a, a wall. And I think it was like over the course, <laughs> over the course of YouTube, man. Like the first YouTube when I was scootering and and doing things, and even with cars. Like I was passionate about cars. I didn't even really like know that much about it. But I think the point when it really hit me was, um, I, I like it was such a combustion of things. But a breakup, a really bad breakup relationship, and um. And uh, a stripping away of everything that was like comforting me, which was like my YouTube and my my feeling of success and my feeling of of money that was coming to me, you know. And just I would, didn't think it would ever end. Yeah. Um, and um, which you know, if I kept on it, yeah, it wouldn't have. But I just had that in my mind. Well, and you tell me about how you found really music. I mean, you've been playing yeah, for a yeah, while, but yeah. you really, that was like the blending point. I feel like, yeah, no. So started I started playing guitar. Yeah. And now camera and, got put down a little more. Exactly. And that's, that's the crazy thing is music for me. Didn't just, it just didn't mesh with the life I was living because it could have, if I internalized it in that way, but for me, it started becoming a coping mechanism where, like I, we were talking about at the beginning, scootering used to be that coping thing. And and then YouTube formed into that. And yeah. I, I guess I just, man, like the onion layers started coming off and I got, you know, I was just exposed to this like raw, pure self uh, part of myself that uh, YouTube couldn't um, fulfill, fulfill, yeah. fulfill anymore. And so, yeah, I mean, I, it's not that I didn't stop loving youtube at first i just slowly went from like i would go in my room and i would love to edit you know that yeah. was my thing i would yeah, love I to edit i would come home and be stoked about my videos for the day and so after all those years of doing that passionate filming passionate you know where are we going to cliff jump where are we going to go scooter and just film this awesome vlog um it slowly turned into something that yeah i was forcing and that it just but that's exactly my point that makes you so rare is that you were able to see that. Yeah. That it was just not, it wasn't real anymore to you. Well, that, I mean, that's like, that's what I'm saying with everything, you know, when I realized school wasn't for me, I realized it. And that's not saying that you have to go and drop out and da da da. Like there's certain things in life that you have to accept and you have to work through and grow through. But I do think that our minds are powerful. And I think that, um, yeah, I mean, I went through this time and period music was there i it was like a, th a thing I, I was doing youtube but i would have my guitar yep and so i would like half the day would be youtube half the day would be like how can i like show my music to people yeah and i started getting into all sorts of stuff parties and girls and you know smoke yeah. you know yeah doing your thing doing all those things that were kind of just out of your lifestyle, out, out of, of my your right lifestyle. Yeah, it was just a, it was like a lifestyle change, which at first wasn't the true me. Mm -hmm. You realized it didn't align with what you were trying to accomplish. Yeah, well, I mean, I think music took place of my passion. Mm -hmm. It slowly just took pay, place of that, and I think that, man, I just don't even. Do you think that people can like become passionate about anything? That's just a random question I have right now. Can they be passionate about anything? I mean. Like, do you think somebody could, could I like make myself, if I had to, yeah. do you think I could be passionate about like banana trees? I, I do. I mean, I think that you can learn to love something and passion is love. Joy is passion. Joy is love is joy. So I think that, yeah, I think that if you've, I mean, think about it. If you fall in love with someone, you become passionate about them. You weren't before. So yeah, you can fall in love with something, whether it be boxing or scootering or art. What do you think the best way to find out what you're passionate about is then? Because you wouldn't know what you're passionate about because you could be passionate about grapes. Yeah. But if you never eat a grape, you wouldn't know what you're passionate about. You wouldn't about. know what you're passionate about. Yeah, I mean- we Who gave you a fucking guitar then? So this is a funny story. I mean, like I said, I played guitar as a kid, but I never took it seriously. My dad left a guitar at the house and I just started playing it through all that stuff. And it just helped. 
It was just like, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, YouTube just slowly stopped. And I, I, it's like my subconscious knew that that wasn't going to be it anymore. Yeah. But then... Um, Didn't feel real. I had to dive deep. Like, I don't know. I'm just the type of person that dives deep into things. Yeah. And I like to... I, you know, for me, when music became a passion, it wasn't like, oh, I can be like a YouTuber full time and then like just part time focus on my music. Yeah. It was like, no, I wanted to be the next Jimi Hendrix. You want to be all in or nothing. You know, like, yeah, I wanted to be like the legends, just like I wanted to be like the legends in scootering. I, when I found that music, I was like, whoa, I want to be like as good as a singer as freaking, you know. Yeah. Well, at the time it was... I, who knows? That is fucking. Probably started neat. off with Shawn Mendes, but yeah, I'm just saying. So it, did, it totally did. Yeah, or JB. So and and that's funny because I was listening to like I would start listening to music like that when I was like when we were testing out of high school yeah. and I when I was still doing YouTube I was just listening to music and like, but I mean yeah passion I think like I said you can be passionate about something that you fall in love with and you start doing repetitively. You know, 100%. You're passionate it about boxing. Kind of begins to form a habit a yeah. little bit. Feels comfortable after it becomes a habit. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. That's like, yeah, literally like how we were just sparring in the garage for an hour. Yeah. Like just cause I, I hadn't done anything boxing related in like three months. And just cause I did it for such a long period of time, it felt so fun and natural. Yeah. And like to just like fuck around in the garage with, yeah. like we weren't hit, like doing nothing crazy. Yeah. But like just to work and move around. Mm -hmm. So I could see that. Yeah. I just try, I just try to do the best to, help people visualize. Yeah. I think you have to overcome whatever hump is because I see a lot of people, they want to do something and they, they, it could form into a passion, but they need to overcome the hump of doing uh, it for nothing. That's what I would say. Yeah. Doing it for nothing and feeling like you're not good at it. Feeling like you're not good at it. Well, cause if you're not, if you feel like you're not good at something, then you're not you want to get be better. passionate about it. Mm. I mean, for me, if I'm like, find something I'm interested in, then I want to get better at it. But for some people, they don't put in the time because then they're like, Oh, I'm, I would, I was, I would never be passionate about piano, but like maybe if you practiced piano for six months and you started actually realizing that you could get good at it, then you would be passionate. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing that I would say is like, you have to put in the time to your passions yeah. or else you're going to think that you have no purpose and that there's no passion for your life. So that's what I did with you with with music. I said, okay, I've realized that I put in the time for YouTube. Now, if I want to do music, I need to put in the time for music. Mm -hmm. And so that's exactly what I did. And you, but you also understand to a certain point of like manifesting, like because yeah. you've watched yourself manifest it with scootering with yeah. YouTube, and like you're really accomplishing it with music yeah. at your own speed. Yeah, exactly. but like, trust me, you are. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And I, I just, I just, you keep going with something and it starts to inspire you yeah. how good you're getting. Do at. you, do you, cause I know that you are, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know the terms. What's your like, how you eat? Pes uh, well, now I'm like pescatarian. So eggs and fish. And okay. Everything. So do you say change your diet, change your lifestyle? You said that you did. You do those things consciously knowing that maybe you feel eating junk food, yeah. listening to shitty music, which I know you do. I watch you do it in the car. What? Are you self-conscious on the fact that maybe that- I listen to shitty like, music? Like, no, no, no. When somebody plays shitty music, oh. you, you play good music in your ear. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. So do you do that self-consciously knowing or feeling like those are all things that help your antenna be less rusted oh. from being aligned with your purpose of life? Bro, you, I mean, yeah, we're diving like that. That's deep right there. And that's some wisdom. I love that. I love that you're getting there. Because yes, I think that we're receptors to whatever you want to believe in in this universe. And I think that, it, yeah, the food you eat, the things you listen to, the people you surround yourself with. We're sponges. The habits, literally. And I'm a sponge especially, man. I'll be around a certain group of people and I'll start acting like that. I know that about myself. Yeah. That's uh, why I'm very... <laughs> so you have to... Myself. 100%. I mean, when I wanted to quit nicotine, I had to get away from it. You know, I just... 
I have a strong mind, but there's a certain sense where it's like, man, I mean, if you listen to uh, an album, uh, a song over and over, yeah, it's going to just run through your head. Mm. And honestly, when you start playing the guitar, you're going to start playing like that. So if I fill my head with classical music, then if that's I, what your mind's going to create. That's what my mind's going to create, 100%. Yeah. And that's the same with food. That's the same with energy, uh, your habits you create. So I think that, yeah, a lot of people don't realize that we are like these very sensitive beings and we're made to think that we're not these sensitive antennas and receptors. But if you want to tune in to the highest version of yourself, then you, you yeah, you, I mean, you got to be conscious to a certain extent. And, and want to. And you got to want to change. Which and so it's not a bad itself. thing. It's not like you should cut off people that listen to rap music if you want to be a country singer. But it just means be conscious. That you are a sponge. That you are a sponge. And that you, I feel that way about you, myself too. You want to take in certain information for yourself. That's why I don't listen to drama and fear-based things. You mm-hmm. know, and that's like all the stuff that's going on right now. It's like, you know... It, Whatever you take into your mind, you start your day with something negative, it's going to be hard to snap out of that. So For real. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. In a certain, yeah, definitely. I mean, you can say that that's bad, but it's, you gotta, but, you gotta block out the things that people are trying to put in your brain. And be selfish enough to be able to. Yeah. No. And that's what we were talking about the other day with like the, the ego thing is like, you almost do have to have a little bit of a sense of ego to to just be able to it's not like a bad ego but i think it's you know you in order to be passionate about something you have to put time for yourself mm. so if you're just constantly like letting your freaking heart get ripped and you're you're just like not giving a shit about your diet and you just like don't care about yourself if you think that you know if you just think that your body is just this whatever then that's what's going to reciprocate out of you. That's what you're going to put out. Yeah. But if I put in good food into my body, good exercise, good sunlight, good music, and good habits, then that's what's going to come out. And I think that's like a really big thing. It's like I would love to see more people like, and it's whatever you can't to. hard you can it's hard to find your passion that's what we were saying before. Yeah. So I don't know. Ever. Maybe we're ble- like some people get blessed. They they find it. Um, but I, I think like what you were saying is like dabble, just dabble, be motivated. You don't even have to be motivated for something. Just be motivated. And content with nothing coming out of anything. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I, I mean, think that's how you get the best out of something yeah. is when you're the most optimistic and you're literally just there for like, say the good vibes. Yeah. With everything 100%. in life. hundred percent. I feel like, but if you're close minded and you're only maybe looking for one thing out of something. Yeah. You might not see the other great things that you might like out of it. Yeah. True. You see what I'm saying? No, that's true. You started meditating, I know. Did you yeah. see like uh first of all for me personally, I like I've 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 looked into it. Yeah. Understand it. I imagine it's extremely helpful. And I could see why it would be because even from boxing, I realized that breathing, like air is like a fucking life hack. Oh, <laughs> that sounds stupid, but like no, like for anything, if you feel anxiety or shitty or anything like air just like heals you. Yeah. So like I have looked into it. I've never myself sat down and got myself to do it. Yeah. Did you just teach yourself how to meditate? Um, How'd you learn I mean, that? Yeah, you read a, a book? Watch some videos? I've read a couple books. Um, breath work, like we were doing the other day, is just kind of um, helps really just tuning into your breath. I mean, that's, yeah. What I, book I, do you read? Do you not know the title? Uh, it was like a pretty simple, like a beginner's guide to meditation and like, uh, oh, something. and just like, uh, what's the word? Like awareness, mm-hmm. awareness of the present moment. Yeah. Self-awareness. Yeah. Self-awareness. So, um, just living a more like grounded life, but it, yeah, I mean, meditating, like, I, I think that things can be meditating too, like playing golf or certain things being meditating. But I do think that, yeah, just, you know, taking a second out of your day to just sit down, go outside or inside or wherever you feel comfortable and just taking deep breaths and, you know, like 
focusing on your breath. Like you said, your breath's like your breath's like the, the ground yeah. or it's like, it's like base. That's like square. Like your foundation is your breath yeah. like to everything. Mm-hmm. It's like there, you know, that's, that's always there. And I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely taught myself just, there's all kinds of stuff out there, just how to clear your mind. Thoughts are going to come through and you want to just, um, you want to let the thoughts come into your head and then try your best to let them float away. Because so be self-aware of the things you think about. Yeah. Like basically the, the goal is to keep redirecting your mind to your breath to like, shut up. Stop thinking about that. Yeah. Up, like that. so that you can start to have control over your thoughts mm. and your mind. So it's like, that might be actually good for me then. doing breath work. <sighs> okay. So I'm like, every time a thought comes in like, Oh, but I got to do this. I got to do this. It's like, Nope, I'm doing this right now. And then that teaches you to just be in the present moment. Ah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. So breath, breath. I mean, you can do that with other things. You can listen to music, meditation, music, da da da. But I like breath. You're a big nature guy. You've always been yeah. a big nature guy. What What do you think that stems from? Um, like why you like? I mean, my mom's family is like total hippies. Really? So I think. I mean, I think that. <laughs> yeah, like I feel I, like everyone likes nature. They just don't realize it. I mean, we're nature, but yeah, we're, I th- we're poop. We're technically fungus. <laughs> Getting into that whole thing. No, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I definitely, I think that the first time I started getting into really like nature and everything like that was with my music because it was like, I started forming a closer connection with animals and I just, um, just started enjoying like what we have here. And what has been given to us and, and what, created here. Yeah, what has been given to us. And like, I don't know. I just feel like it was just a big wake up call for me. And I just don't, I like, I was like, whoa, like we're given this like earth and like we just treat it like shit, you know? Yeah. And like everybody knows that now. But I guess I just finally woke up out of my slumber and I was like, okay, you know what? I can't go crazy. I'm not going to freak myself out and get overwhelmed, but I do want to be, I want to learn how to be conscious. I want to like, I want to respect and, and I feel so good out in nature. You know, I feel like that's, um, no, I totally understand that. Me too. Yeah. I think that's a big, big growth stage for a lot of people when they can finally get to that point. And start, start appreciating it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I get to, it was like the whole YouTube thing and like editing all day. I just like having a decompress and like even now, I mean, I don't, I barely go on my phone and it just helps. It helps me because the moment I do, I think it like starts to ruin my day seeing all this social media and I'm just like, bro. I'm gonna go outside. It's man. almost like having an appreciation for nature as like your baseline. Yeah. It's just like you're kind of good from there on because it's like you already appreciate what you actually have. Yeah. Well, no, so I, I think that might help a lot with that too. Does that make any sense? With what? What I just said. Help with what? What I just said. What would it help with? Yeah. Well, continue. Okay. I don't know what it would help. I mean, it helps with, yeah, it does help ground you. I mean, it's, being outside your your feet bare feet in the grass like it's it's like scientifically proven to actually reduce inflammation and a whole bunch of plethora of things but it's i mean i think with havoc going on in this human consciousness with us cuz the only like drama fear that all comes from our mind so i think what nature reminds me is that it's just peace it's baseline so it's like, it's like default. Yeah. It's, it's like, like default mode. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like base level. Like you go outside, you hear the birds. It's just for some reason, I talked about this the other day. I'm like, why did God or, you know, whoever you want to believe in, why did he create, um, scents that were pleasing and food that tastes good and a sunset that is appealing to the eye? Yeah. And breath that just feels so good to take a breath. You know, like we, this world wasn't just like... Everything has a form of sensation. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's it's like we didn't just get put on this planet to like, oh, the wind sucks. Ow. Why is the wind hitting me? <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, like you hop in the ocean and you're like, you're like, oh, water. 
get off of me. Yeah, <laughs> or like, I don't know. It's just like so cool. Everything feels good. I get what you're saying. And like yeah. surfers, like people freaking, here's a wave and they just took a piece of wood from a tree. I don't know, man. It's just like, keep going. So that's, well, yeah. So I, I think people just forget. They just like, they're so like caught up in what humans have built that they just like, we're trampling over what, what I believe we were supposed to preserve and what, a lot of people don't realize is like screaming for our help. And so I just kind of started realizing that, that, you know, there's an earth that it's almost like, it's almost like your own personal space. Like, do you keep, do you keep taking care of your personal space? Like, do you want to live in just a pigsty? No, I mean, hopefully not. So why would you want to make the earth like that? You know? Yeah. So I, and I just think that, you know, but that just goes to like, we can't change all the people, but I'm saying for me, I like to just take in, take in what's, what's there, what's been given. What's your favorite things to do all the time? Like you obviously play music, Mm. obviously play music a lot. Yeah. What else do you do? Up in, up in Washington, up in Washington we go I'm average, all, average seven days. Like what goes down? Average seven days, probably a lot of cliff jumping slash swimming in, in the lakes and water going on runs. Um, just, and, and then obviously music and a lot of like community socializing lately, just trying to get my mind like happy because I, you know, I did like isolate myself for a while. Yeah. yeah. I get that myself too. That yeah. that helps a ton with me even coming up to see you guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's like getting out seeing a lot social of social creatures. Lot of faces. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much what I've been doing. And then obviously like studying for my, for my, my stead. Your stead, boy. Yeah. Next journey there. Next journey. So. Hey man, well, I just want to, what is like something you'd love to talk about? Is there anything? Hmm. I mean, this is already, believe it or not, it's been 46 minutes. Holy cow on a snow. So I just, that's like good for the episode. Yeah. But I do would love like what, whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> I did not Shoot. speak any English right there, bro. But um, is there any message you would love to give, man? Let me ask you this, actually. Yeah. Let me redirect you there. I'm trying. I mean, I could go all right, on bro, all so, kinds of things. Well, Ben, Ben, yeah. I think Sarah, Peyton, they're all in that camera right there. They're watching at home. Oh, this is live? No. Oh. But they're there. Oh, Ben. I'm ben. assuming. Ben, Peyton. Are these just random people? Yeah. Cool. Wisconsin, New York. Ah, Ben. One's from Canada. One's from Canada. Cool. So, listen. Listen. Jake, all three of those names, which I almost cannot even remember the three names. Ben, Sam, and Peyton. They are at home right now with little to no motivation. They don't understand half the things you just said. Yep. And (laughs) maybe that they're just like, well, fuck, I just want a little bit easier of a way to get my ass off this couch and out of this bad time. Yeah. What's the first bit of information you would give them and a bit of courage (laughs) to get them off the couch and back on track? Yeah. Mm. Get them off the couch and back on track. Um, <laughs> I would maybe s- the podcast already didn't do it for him. Maybe yeah, no, and I, it is. It's like a little like deep. You're like, oh, you hear someone on a podcast and you're kind of like, okay, man, cool. But but this I can't, specific image is for like very select few people that yeah, it will that it will reach. I mean, what did I do to get myself out there? I was at a very low point of depression, anxiety, super skinny, super out of shape unmotivated and um like i said it starts with that conscious just mind you know you got to decide in your mind okay either today like you know it's not you could wake up one day and be like okay this isn't the day but you just got to have that mindset okay i'm going to do this one i want to change one this. of these days i'm going to wake up and i'm going to just do something different and just start small you know i think i had this idea like before, when I first started getting into nature, I'm like, I told people to DM me. I'm like, just go for a walk up your hill right around where you live. And it doesn't even matter. You could be out of shape, whatever. Just go for a walk and like send a picture to me of just like your, your neighborhood walk with the sunset. And so, I mean, but anyway, that's, that's to nature. I think I would say, start with your mind, decide that you want to make a change. It doesn't have to be big and decide you want to make it for you too, for you. I mean, it not could because somebody across the street is like, yeah. yo, be better. No, decide it has to be within you because you want to make a conscious change to better yourself. 
And I mean, also for your family too, like for your friends and stuff, like you never know who you could impact by doing that. And I think that's something we forget that we all are all just such integral pieces of this big puzzle we call life. And I think that people sometimes feel powerless, but you know, we do, we are each these powerful beings, each the same, Mm. you know? And so very equal. Yeah. We're equal in the sense of our mind power and our will. And I think that you just make that change, start something small. And, um, I mean, what I did personally is I I decided I was going to go on a run. I went on a run. I met a I met a guy and he was talking to me and feeding me like wisdom and, and inspiration. He was like, Hey, there's a reason to live right now. Don't stop. But I would say, go out. The best thing to do is go out and, and find like people because that's where you're going to find the most like, okay, there's, I, there's a reason for me to do something today Yeah, is people and just connection. And then from there, it's like, what, where do you want to go? You know, I get it. I get it. So yeah, go out there, find, get outside your comfort zone just a little bit, find some people and start from there. You know, what's, what's interesting you right now? Cause there's so many apps and stuff right now that you can just find musicians and artists and, uh, Fortnite players, whatever you want to do. What but, do you real quick? What yeah. are you passionate about? What am I passionate about? Yeah. Uh, the two, I mean, I'm passionate about community and family and friends and obviously music and um and then you know i'm gonna get some land that we'll probably talk about in another podcast but talk about it right fucking now if you want to i'll give a quick little let us know bro we ain't have to be done yeah, well, I mean, I could talk all day. Tell me about this said farm, man. Said Me and farm. Jake filmed a video. Yeah. I went up to Oregon. We talked about Jake wanting to save up to buy a farm. Yeah. When's that happening? What's going down, Jake? So, yeah, Tanner freaking blessed my entire life. I mean, but, you know, Tanner, like I was saying, we always are kind of helping. I can, I help as best as I can to to raise you raise you, you up and get your passions going and I'm always here and I think he's always been here for me and we're all like that's like the biggest thing is find find people that are just want to see you succeed and that are like so good for you um and um, you know when there's someone that's not good for you but anyway that was just off topic yeah, yeah, yeah. that was back to like the like inspiring people to get up and do something I get it um but yeah uh so Uh, If you guys saw that video, basically, I for like the past year, year and a half, when I really started getting into nature and stuff, um, I had this vision in my mind, seeing the way that the world's going and uh, just, you know, the um, everything that whatever. (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that. Um, I just basically had this vision and this awakening that I really wanted to be a part of the land. And... um, Again, for a lot of people, it's like kind of far off. Like I'm a little bit deeper than I think the surface level. But I started off with just wanting to like know where my food came from. Um, I just was like, oh, okay. What am I like? I, I go to like, you know, I used to go to Chipotle or whatever. And like, where where are these onions coming from? Where is this? Like, what am I eating here? Where is it coming yeah, from? Yeah, you literally don't know. So I'm like, and then I learned about all that. And there's so you can dive into all that. But the farm just came along because... It was just like a year of me learning about gardening and and changing my diet. And it started with the diet change and it led me to um, all these people that are like starting these little communities on land. They would buy, you know, 10, 20 acres of land more if you're doing bigger scale. And um, they would just start like a little community. And I think for me, it stemmed from like that love of family and like connection um, cause I've always lived in the city and I've always like felt like I'm like moving around and I just want to have roots and, um, and I don't know how to explain like in a simple way, Yeah. but I, uh, just, I think it makes sense. Yeah. I slowly just, yeah. Tell me if I'm going off the rails here or if I'm like, continue bro, getting up into a brave neuron brain neuron. That's like off topic. But, um, if anyone has seen this man, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just basically started um, learning about that. I became really passionate about, you know, I, I'm not going to 
because a lot of people don't really gardening and farming yeah. and now and now you're looking towards actually purchasing yeah, the land it's actually to do becoming this, a man. reality after learning about that growing my own food for like a couple years or like a year or so in just little rentals that we've been at um i've slowly gotten to the point where i'm like okay like I actually kind of have a vision, you know, and I, I think it's slowly formed in this thing where um, I basically want to get a piece of land. I've seen people been doing this and um, I want to have like a main house. We're going to be building houses on it. Um, this is me and my mom going in on this. She's really passionate about this too. And I've always wanted to provide for her a stable place. Yeah. Because like I said, as a child, like that was kind of ripped away from us. And I think um, it's so cool that my mom is so passionate about caring for the environment as well. And so, um, over the past year, I've just been plotting and visioning this piece of land where I grow my own food. You know, I have orchards, fruits, fruit orchards, trees, and, um, everything, everything you need, like vegetables, vegetables, fruits, fruits, fruit orchards are going to take, you know, years to go. And that's the, that's the cool thing is like, this is like a journey of like a long thing yeah and you want to uh, have a body of water body of water yeah hopefully be on like a, a river or a lake um to catch our own fish and then we're gonna have chickens for our eggs and um we're gonna hopefully just have very small intimate family and then for my music you're gonna I, have your own utopia bro literally pretty much with all your closest family yeah no and that's the goal and it sounds crazy and i'm always like tell people and they're like uh, it's a cult i'm like no, I mean, actually, what is it? Commune? There's some word that like stems off of something like it's just, but it's just so. Well, it's not like you're going to be 150 miles from civilization. Yeah. That's like, the other thing is like, I'm just going to a different state. It's a balance. <laughs> like I'm not going to be in the middle of nowhere. I just want to be in a rural area where there's land. And um, I just think for me, helping making an impact on this planet before I dip out, I want to like, I want to leave something for the next generations. And that's kind of what inspired me is like, how do I leave something? How do I make this planet a better place? Like I was yeah. saying with the thing, like how do you come into a room and then leave it better than you came? So I wanted to do that. And um, yeah, the goal is to just live as sustainably as possible. Um, obviously you're going to have to buy food here and there. And yeah. And you want to do you want to inspire other people to like learn more about that? Because yeah. is there a YouTuber that does that? Do you watch any YouTubers that do this kind of lifestyle? Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of YouTubers out there. I mean, there's this guy that lives in the redwoods, had 400 acres with his wife, and he had like a pine or a Christmas tree business, and that's how he started it. And now he like built a home out of two thousand dollars out of scraps and stuff. And wow, he just literally, I mean, there's so many people that do it, but. That uh, lifestyle is getting a lot more popular now. It is. I mean, it pe really is. People are building tiny homes. I, I know a lot of guys. I don't know how much I want. I do want uh, some tiny homes on there, but I just want like you know when you come up, I'm gonna build a place. Yeah, Tanner's Tanner is gonna build a tiny home. Hundred percent. I'm gonna pull up with my Sprinter van and everything. And yeah, and, and so like again, I'll have a balance of a city and the farm. But I mean, my mom's you know she like. She loves gardening. I'm going to have dogs and we want to do a rescue for animals. So like, a, like, you know, we were even thinking about a freaking orphanage, but who knows? I'm just basically sky's the limit. Sky's the limit, man. So that's, that's what I'm doing with that real quick. And, um, yeah, I'm just going to keep pushing it. And I know once I set my mind to it, uh, it hopefully will inspire a lot of people. Cause like I said, you know, this earth, you know, we're all an essential part of it. Yeah. And I think that, the more I can inspire people to just do little things yeah. each day. Um, you inspire me. Yeah. That's why I No, you, you've been more conscious about a lot of stuff. It's so cool. 100%. And it's crazy. I'm on my own. Everyone's on their own journey. Everybody's on their own journey. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Man, guys, we're going to wrap this up. But before we do, everybody head over to Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Instagram and search up Jake Angelus. Do yourself a fucking favor Snap. right now. Snap. Now that this podcast is over, you're going to have nothing to listen to. There's nothing else left on the internet. Aw, boohoo. Go listen to Jake <laughs> Angelus' music <laughs> on Spotify and iTunes. We destroyed right the now. internet. The whole internet's gone. The only thing you're going to find is this Jake podcast music. and Jake Angelus' music. So go on Spotify so right go. now. Go on YouTube right now um, and watch something about Jake Angelus right fucking now.
I love you guys. Right Thank now. you so much for watching. Thank you. I was actually Never no, no, for real. Before I'm not gonna wrap it up all quick. It, it's been a real pleasure to have you on the podcast, man. Bro. Like this has been a highly requested episode, and it's an honor. Yeah, it's an honor to Dude, have. Dude, I would love to come do more. We will do more podcasts. I'm glad people are. We're freaking... doing another podcast. Let's do it. You want them to comment about? Bro, comment some things. We do OG. We'll do funny stuff. No, not even things. Just if you want them to do a oh, yeah. podcast, which I'm pretty sure you're gonna. So you're gonna want to comment, and you're gonna want to rate us five stars on iTunes. Yeah, and while you're fucking here, sign up for the No Fox Club. Because <laughs> why not? Fucking yeah. And if you're if you're if you're naked, uh-huh. go to foxbrand.com. Get yourself some undies. Yeah, and if you like video games, check out Space Station Gaming. Just a plug sentry at the. Shindang. <laughs>